Now, for the record, there were no frogs harmed in the making of this podcast, but I think it's a good analogy in terms of the process in which gas lighters work. They work slowly, chipping away so you don't notice the changes. You don't notice the degradation of your own mind in being in a relationship with somebody like that. And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. Well, hello, neighbor. This is Tony Dufresne, PhD. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. I'm really glad to be back with you. I hope things are well. Um, and please, the rest of the world, pray for us here in the States. We're an absolute dumpster fire. If you saw the debate at all, I'm doing this right after the first debate, which it, it wasn't really even a debate. Before I jump into the show, I want to say a couple things. The first thing is, is I saw The Social Dilemma on Netflix, and it should be required viewing for everybody. The second thing is, is that uh, our old friend Karma is back. Remember John Oliver did a show, oh, probably about two, three months ago, and it was on the mining company that denied health benefits or denied they were there was any black lung issues. And, uh, and Oliver called the guy out, and the guy tried to sue him, and he lost. Well, coming to find out, that old dude has black lung. So thank you, Karma. The second thing is, is that just happened last night, is that uh, President Orange here came down with uh, COVID-19. Now, whether he does or doesn't, because to be honest with you, I'm thinking that he may be using this as a ploy, which goes right into the show. So stay stay with me on that. But let's just say that is true. Um, Again, karma. So this week's podcast is going to be all about gaslighting. If you don't know what gaslighting is, I'm going to go through the whole thing and I'm going to go through uh, what gaslighters do. I'm going to go through the reasons why they do it. And I'm going to go through the type of person that does it. And also, most importantly, I'm going to go through resources. If you know that you are or if you find out that you are or if you know somebody in your life that is being gaslighted because this is big time bad stuff. From a therapist's point of view, looking at somebody coming in and this happening, uh, this is like eight red flags up in the air. So let's talk about that because right now in the States, right now in the United States, we are all being gaslighted by the president. So that gave me a little bit of fuel to throw this out because this technique is used a lot for emotional control in relationships, be it your significant other, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, be it your family, mom, dad, even in the workplace, bosses use this. So this week, we're going to talk about why you need to know what it is, who does it, how it's done, and how it affects you, and what to do if you notice it in your life or notice it in the life of a close friend or family member. Now, if you don't know anything about it, it's one of the worst forms of emotional abuse that one person can do to another. It's used by narcissists to slowly manipulate somebody into questioning what they think and what they believe. They erode the foundation of somebody's belief system to the point where they are absolutely confused in terms of what's right and wrong. It gradually eats away at somebody's confidence, just like that saying about the boiling frog. Remember, and I've, I've even talked about that before. If you haven't heard that old saying, it's like you take a pot of water... And you put it on the stove and then you put a frog in there and then you kick the heat up a little bit. But then incrementally, every few minutes, you go higher and higher with the heat till it gets to the point where the water is boiling and the frog doesn't realize 
that the heat has been going up slowly, and he, and now you have frog soup. Now, for the record, there were no frogs harmed in the making of this podcast, but I think it's a good analogy in terms of the process in which gas lighters work. They work slowly, chipping away so you don't notice the changes. You don't notice the degradation of your own mind in being in a relationship with somebody like that. The technique is very effective at destroying someone emotionally because it creates confusion and it creates anxiety and it creates this false reality that the gaslighter wants to create because then the only reality or the only right or truth that you can go to is them. That's the whole point. They're trying to make themselves the end-all be-all of truth and honest and reality. And the interesting part about what's going on in the States right now from a psychological perspective and a philosophy perspective is that there are still millions of people here in the States that don't see it happening and how much damage this is doing right now. From somebody who has been doing this for a long time and somebody who's been trained to see these things, it is the most frustrating thing that I have ever dealt with on a grand scale. So again, it's emotional abuse, it's manipulation, it's a power tactic, it's used by narcissists, it's used by it's used by people to control other people. The term gaslighting actually came from a 1944 movie here called Gaslight, which I did not know actually until I started researching this, in which there was a husband that was just jacking with his wife's mind and tormenting her and convincing her that she was going crazy. And it was effective, hence the gaslighting term used today. Anybody can succumb to this because it is a very sneaky process. And the situation that's the most severe is the one that you already have some level of connection, some relationship, some trust with a person and a relatively solid foundation with that person. But then all of a sudden they start doing this stuff and you don't categorize it as something that is abusive because you're looking at all the stuff that happened in the past or you're looking at your solid foundation in terms of a good relationship. So you kind of brush it off like maybe it's an anomaly or maybe it's just something that they're going through. But over time, it it happens more and more, but you don't realize it. Then all of a sudden, you're the boiling frog. So the techniques used by gaslighters, I'm going to go over a few A gaslighter tells blatant lies, like straight face to your face. You know it's a lie. They know it's a lie. But what's happening is they're setting up a world in which you are now not sure if anything is true. They keep you off kilter. They keep you unsteady. This is exactly what's happening right now with me, with the orange moron that's the president, because they indicated that he has COVID-19. But in my mind, I'm thinking, does he? Or is this just a ploy to step back and not have to engage in stuff and then create some level of empathy in him and then recover quickly to show everybody that it's not a big deal? See, that's what's happening. So I'm being gaslighted. Another technique gaslighters use is they deny they said something that you know for a fact that they said which gets you to start questioning your own reality and it erodes your own self-trust. I mean, you know they said it. You didn't mishear it. You didn't misunderstand it. It was just a few days ago and they said it exactly like that. Yet they deny it with a straight face convincing. And if you already have characteristics or traits 
that you self-question or there's a self-esteem issues because of how you were raised and your parents kept telling you that you don't know anything or, you know, you're dealing with something like that, then you may slip into that whole thing where you are like, you know, maybe they didn't say that. Maybe I just heard what I heard. That's where it starts. Another thing they do is they attack your soft spots. So if you have a vulnerability or if you have a sensitivity to how good of a parent you are or how smart you are or how good of an employee you are or how good of a boyfriend or girlfriend that you are in terms of caring and understanding and remembering things. When you're starting to maybe attack them or bring in something that is the truth and they want to take you off that message, they'll come back and say something like, yeah, but you should be dealing with your parenting thing because you're not that good. So they will always use it against you, which again is the exact opposite of a healthy relationship. They also wear you down over time. Like I said, a little lie here, an undermining comment there. That's the boiling frog thing. Their actions do not match their words. There's like zero integrity in terms of words to actions. No consistency, zero accountability, but they will spin it and use it against you because they'll they'll just bring it back to you. You remember that thing we talked about false equivalency? So let's say they totally forget your birthday and you're pissed or they don't come home and you're pissed, and then they come home, and then they'll say, yeah, but remember the time that you didn't pick up the milk when I asked you to pick it up? I mean, you do the same thing. So they'll create that false equivalency. And one of the most deviant things that they do is they throw a little positive feedback to you. I did a lot of work uh, with abused pregnant women back in Orange County when I was going through my internships for my grad degree. And this was a huge thing with that population and it is a clear-cut plan of attack so to speak for abusive husbands because typically the wives of the girlfriends will want to remain in the relationship they feel dependent on the person because the person has dwindled down the girlfriends or the wife's confidence to the point where they feel as though they have to stay because they have no alternatives So they always put more emphasis, they always put give more weight to the small little positive comment instead of looking at it in context where he may say, well, your hair looks nice today. But in the meantime, he's saying you're a terrible mom. He's making you get up and do all the the chores and you're pregnant. Another thing they do is they constantly project. So if they're a fraud or if they're an addict or if they're a cheater, what they'll do is they'll just project that energy onto you as you being a fraud or you being an addict or you being a cheater or you being a terrible person instead of owning it on them. And that's more of a subconscious thing. And if you notice, anybody around the world that's been watching any of the nonsense that's been going on here in the States, our glorious leader is a master projector. That's all he does is project that everybody else is lying, that everybody else is cheating, that everybody else is a fraud. It is textbook projection, which is super fun to deal with because half the people here in the States don't realize it. Gaslighters will will also use other people in your life against you. What they'll say is in arguments, they'll say, well, your friend agrees with me or your mom agrees with me. Even though the friend or the mom really didn't say that in context, they will use that to try to manipulate you. If you go back to like your mom or your friend and you say, did you really say that? And of course, the mom and the friend will go, well, no, of course we didn't say that. Then you go back to your gaslighter and say, you know, I I talked to them and they indicated that they didn't say that. Of course, the gaslighter is going to say, well, they're lying because again, There's no truth in the manipulation. 
So that jacks you up too. So now you don't know who's telling the truth and who's not. The point of all of this from a gaslighter's perspective is they're trying to create in you a sense that you are standing alone with no foundation of understanding of reality and no support for your position at all. So the only alternative you have is to accept their position and their reality. And lastly, in terms of techniques, they tell you and they tell everybody else that you are crazy, slowly, and sometimes not with those exact words. It's the boiling frog once again. They chip away at your self-confidence and your legitimacy with your friends and your family because they'll drop those comments when you guys are together at a party or something and they'll bring in just specific stories to validate the fact that you are unstable. And they will slowly erode your image with other people behind your back. So here are some signs of being gaslighted. The first one is you don't know who you are anymore. Your foundation has been taken away. You feel as though you're walking on eggshells constantly. Also, you have more anxiety and you have a lot less confidence. You also often wonder if you're being too sensitive. Also, you feel like everything you do is wrong. Always thinking it's your fault and apologizing all the time. Also, having a sense something isn't right, but you don't know what it is. Because of the boiling frog situation where it's a slow process, it erodes a lot of the foundation that you always go back to to make decisions. You don't know why there's not any foundation there, but there's not. Another thing is you constantly question whether your responses are appropriate. Always second guessing, always overthinking in your head before you speak. To the point where you're just not acting like you. You also make excuses for the gaslighter's behavior. You try Again, that's that whole thing about you don't want to look like you are being a victim. So you're making excuses about them that, oh, that's just them or they're having a rough day or they just need to blow off some steam. So you don't look like you're complicit in your torture. So all that being said, what do you do if there's a gaslighter in your life and how to effectively just get rid of them? Well, the first thing to do is to get educated on it, just like we did today. You recognize the signs. Now, this could be either for you or for somebody else in your life, because if there's somebody in your life and you notice these things, the biggest thing that you can do is to be there for that person and let them know, not directly sometimes because they'll get defensive because, of course, it's got confirmation bias, right? They don't don't want to admit the fact that their their person that they're with is an abuser. But create an environment with your friend or your family member that is open and trusting and gives them permission to just spill those things out and to validate their current feelings. If it's you personally and you recognize the signs, you got to listen to your gut and you have to enlist at least one person in your life as a confidant, a BFF. A lot of situations that I have seen with the abusing thing back in the day was that a gaslighter or an abuser will try to track every movement, including looking at browsing history. So if that is the case, enlist your confidant, your BFF, to do the data research for you if you're concerned about being tracked and have them find the resources. Now, the good news is there are a lot of resources. There's just there's the basic online resources for more education and understanding. It's like the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Also, PositivePsychology.com has a great page on you know what to do and certain resources when you find yourself in a relationship like this. And of course, lastly, get professional help. 
because gaslighting is serious business and it is extremely effective and anybody can be a victim of this particular manipulation. So it's very important for you to be aware, educated, not for just yourself, but also for anybody in your life that you feel as though this may be the case. Because, and I'm going to quote something I saw a long time ago that makes perfect sense. Sometimes you have to choose between being lonely and being crazy. And again, if you are here in the States, please vote this idiot out. That's my PSA for the day. (laughs) Uh, That's it. That's the show. You can go to javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D for everything. If you want to talk about personal coaching, empowerment coaching, transition coaching, that's what I do. You can get a hold of me at Tony, T-O-N-Y, at javabud.com. I hope everything's great. Remember, watch The Social Dilemma. We're going to talk about that next week. I'll talk to you later.